Hello everyone, my name is Molly Huddleston. I'm your host and this is Surprise Emergency Update, episode 42 of Generation GC on last December. Good Charlotte's newest song. It was just released yesterday, Friday, December 18th. Um, it's Saturday, December 19th as I'm recording this, 8.32 a.m. on the clock. And I woke up about half an hour ago. True to my word, I'm recording this first thing in the morning. I was so excited to do it. I haven't had breakfast yet. I'm still in my pajamas. On our last official episode, we talked about Motivation Proclamation from Good Charlotte, the debut self-titled album. In a couple days, we'll be back with an episode on a song from The Young and the Hopeless. Since we just got this new song, I couldn't resist coming in to do an emergency update, and I just I wanted to get out as soon as I could. I would have done it yesterday, but I was working. <laughs> you know, gotta pay the bills. This has been just such a difficult year for everyone all over the world, uh, and I know I'm not alone in saying how wonderful it feels to hear a new Good Charlotte song. It just what a spectacular way to end the year. Before I dive into the show, um, and this goes for every song that we talk about on Generation GC, but just a, a reminder for this one too, that, you know, we all have our thoughts on what the song might be about. And obviously that's like a big part of the discussion is like, how do we interpret the song? But unless the band comes out and specifically says in an interview or press release or social media or during a performance, you know, we don't know who or what HGC song was written about. So rather than, you know, speculating on who or what something is about, I think in general, let's focus our discussions on last December on the emotions, the songwriting, and the story presented in the song itself. As a reminder, please visit blacklivesmatters.card.co and antisemitism.card.co to learn more about Black Lives Matter and anti-Semitism. Um, unfortunately, those are still issues that we need to talk about, and let's just let's keep educating ourselves. And I think that kind of ties into this video a little bit. Finally, Generation JC stickers are here! Yes, I still have a bunch of stickers, and I would love to send you some. Do you want a sticker? Two things you can do. Number one, make... Number one, go to anchor.fm slash generationgcpod and click support. And your support of the show helps me keep the show going. Any money that comes into the show, whether that's from the ad that you hear at the beginning or from the support sponsorships, that all helps me keep the show going. It helps me print the stickers and it helps me do things like buy cables and laptop stands and new headphones, uh, th things like that. Things that I need to make the show the best that it can be. Number two, you can make a charitable donation. BlackLivesMatters.card.co has some great resources for you. Um, and any of those organizations Anything that you could give would make such an amazing difference. And then you're going to take a screenshot of your support of the show or your charitable donation, and you're going to send that to me along with your mailing address, and I will send you some stickers. Yes, I can't guarantee that stickers would arrive to anyone in time for Christmas, uh, largely because, you know, just due to the weather that even if I were to send them out today, 
who knows? You know, I know a lot of my mail has unfortunately been delayed purely because the Northeast has been hit with a massive snowstorm. But, you know, I will send you stickers as soon as possible and you will hopefully get them very, very quickly. All right, well, now on to the episode. Oh my God, y'all, I'm, I'm so excited and happy to be doing this. So yeah, so last December is the newest release from Good Charlotte. It is their first new song since Generation RX came out in 2018. So a little over two years. It's also the first new song since I launched this show in April 2020. And kind of the first bit of like big news from the band in a little while. So it's it, it's just like an important milestone on uh, on that uh, on that front. So there have not been any official announcements on what this means, but I will uh, read you this bit from the press release that I received about the new song and video. And this came from the PR company that Good Charlotte has been with uh, for a little bit. They work with the same agency for the Generation RX cycle. It's a very well-established company. Um, You know, great, great folks working there. Here's what they said in the press release. Last December kicks off a newest chapter for the band. One that evolves the signature punk spirit, vulnerability, and cinematic ambition that's flowed through the veins of all of their music to date. So, newest chapter to me sounds like we're getting more soon. I know a lot of us are hoping for an album. I certainly am. You know, this is not confirmation of that. I think we would all love it. I will say that, you know, Good Charlotte over the years has really not been like a release random one-off singles that aren't part of an album kind of band, right? We have all the stuff on the bonus episodes, but that's demos, that's B-sides, that's covers, unreleased tracks, that's, you know, they, they did the Little Peep Awful Things cover a few years back, um, and they've been featured on tracks by other artists over the years, but they really have never done, like, a lot of one-off singles. COVID has definitely changed up the music industry. Who knows when touring will be able to happen again? You know, and and that may affect some artists' decisions to release full albums. My guess is that there will be an album in terms of timing. I mean, who knows? I, I, I think it really probably depends a lot on how they were able to record it and what they were able to figure out in terms of a plan. But Just, you know, from the language of the press release and how Good Charlotte has typically done things in the past, my guess is I would not be surprised if there's an album coming. I don't know anything more than y'all do. I have no secret information. That's just my guess. That is not confirmed. Do not take that as fact. If we do get more music coming out, in terms of the show structure, I think what I'll do is like, quick last minute updates with each new song as it comes out as they happen. And if there is an album, I think what will happen is once the album is released, uh, I would probably do like a debrief episode on the whole new album as soon as it's released with my immediate reactions. And after that, I think it will just get cycled into the rotation of going through the band's discography where we go through it, you know, one song at a time from each, each going through each album. Two things that I would like to note before the little deep dive. Uh, number one, Noah Sebastian of Bad Omens helped co-write this track. 
And number two, that the track is out via the Madden MDDM label. It's not clear from the press release or from anything that I've seen if the band are fully independent again. Because um, the press release did also mention that Generation RX was their first release with BMG. Did not imply it was their only release, you know, so it, it, I think it remains to be seen. But I think it's great to see them releasing this track independently. So in terms of what does the song mean, what's it about? I think it's about loss and grief. I mean, the first verse talks about a funeral. And I think specifically, there there's an element of trying to brush things off, but realizing maybe you have to confront it, um, which I think was a big theme in Gen RX, uh, just kind of having to confront, you know, Gen RX was a lot of internal stuff, and, and I guess grief might be more internal, but still that theme of needing to confront things. The lines in the first verse about his friends being underdressed and leaving after an hour, but I just laughed. You know, that almost reminds me of little things. How, you know, that whole song is about like, oh, we don't really care about this. These are just little things, except wait, actually, we totally do care and they break me down, you know? Like, they're trying to not take stuff personally, but it, it does affect them clearly by by the line to the song. Um, I think, I, I don't know, I take the, it's just a dress rehearsal anyway. I take that line as like, they're trying to downplay the significance of what's actually like a pretty big event in their life. Because maybe it feels less painful if you downplay it. There's a lot of savoring the moment in this song, you know, which is a very bit bittersweet feeling with a context of grief. Like it could be your last moment with the person, but also just making sure to enjoy the moment you're feeling right now. I think, you know, the big line with that is I want to live inside those moments every day, you know, just trying to really, really hold on to that moment. And I think that's something we can all take, you know, and, and I, I know, unfortunately, a lot of people have experienced loss. You know, I've, I've been very grateful that, you know, even though some members of my family have gotten sick this year, you know, that, that, Everyone in my immediate family has remained healthy, has, you know, recovered. But it's important to treasure moments that you do have with people. I think definitely this year has been a wake-up call for a lot of people in a lot of ways. Number one, in terms of, like, life is fleeting. People die and, and sometimes just relatively unexpectedly. You know, you never know who might get sick and how badly it might affect them and just number two thing things that we might have taken for granted before like going out to dinner are not necessarily possible the song also reminds me of standing ovation which says you're alive now let's not waste our time now you know life isn't what you expect and it might not always be good but it's okay you know nobody else is necessarily going to care as much as you do about what's going on in your life but that doesn't mean you shouldn't make the most of it while you can enjoy the moments that you have with your family with your friends with your loved ones with your pets and I also wanted to say it's it's okay to cry you know they say in this song every time it hits me I still cry but it couldn't be better I cry a lot I uh, I do yoga every day, which is something I've talked about on the show. Um, and if I've been stressed or overwhelmed or anxious, which, you know, 
frankly, is pretty much most of this year. When I'm doing yoga, I just start crying, even if I don't have anything to cry about, because I do these like relaxation yoga videos. And it's like, I can't hold anything in because I'm just completely relaxing myself. And so tears will just flow. But it, it feels good. It's cathartic. And, you know, I think we sometimes feel the pressure to get over things or feel like it doesn't affect us anymore or that we should never care about it. But, you know, there there can be events in your life that are difficult that do continue to affect you for a long, long time, for your whole life sometimes. And that still make you cry when you think about it. You know, loss and grief is definitely one of those. And sometimes, sometimes that's triggered the most in happy moments in a way. Like when you're experiencing something really great and you wish that person could be with you. In terms of the production and the style of the song, it reminds me of just so much of what I love about GC, which is what is so great. I get vibes from the past two albums, the auto-tune vocals, when he says, I still cry, kind of feels a little Gen RX to me. But also just the the vitality and the spirit and the, the optimism of Youth Authority is huge for me. But I also kind of get the energy of The Young and the Hopeless, which is very cool. What I'm really appreciating about it, though, is the emotional maturity that they have here. You know, I think there were points on The Young and the Hopeless that were wise beyond their years. We, we talked about that in the episode on Moving On with Mickey Perry. That was a great example of that. But, it, you know, as a whole, last December has a lot of emotional maturity and growth and doesn't have the angst of the early material. Um, there's a lot of hope here. There's a lot of optimism. It, the, the underlying message that I get from this song is you can get through this. I know that you can get through this because I got through this. I've been there before and I got through it. And I think that's like a powerful position to be in. And definitely that's something that comes from them literally being older and wiser than they were when the first couple of records came out. Just a natural thing. In terms of backstory about the song. So there really haven't been a lot of interviews shared yet. I don't think any really. But here is a quote from Benji as per the press release that I mentioned before that the publicist sent out. 2020 being the 20th anniversary of our self-titled debut album really made us feel like we wanted to release something for those fans who have gone on this journey with us. That's y'all. That's all of you listening. I know a lot of you have been around for a long time. The holidays can be a rough time of year. Thinking of the ones we've lost and longing for moments that have passed us by is definitely a part of the joy and melancholy. This song for us speaks to both sides of those holiday feelings, and we hope it brings some solace to anyone who needs it. In terms of uh, <laughs> memories about this song, I mean, it, it you know has not been out for that long, but I will say that just just to give you some context, and I know I shared some of this on on Twitter, both the podcast Twitter and my personal Twitter, but <laughs> it's just so funny in retrospect. So Thursday, December 17th at 7 p.m., I hopped on Zoom to do a second call to update this coming week's full episode since some info had come up about the song that's going to be discussed. And I remember saying, oh, I knew the moment would come when I would have to hop on for a last minute update like this. And it was great. We had a, a great little back and forth that's going to get inserted into the episode. And I'm like, I'm so glad I found that info when I did, uh, I don't want to re reveal too much, but it was 
great. Like, it was a great little update. We have an awesome episode coming. You know, I had my dinner. I did some knitting. I drank some sleepy time tea. And I'm just lying in bed. I'm like, oh, I'm very sleepy. I'm very drowsy. And then I get a message. There's this link. And I'm like, what? And I click it. And there was the new song. I Obviously, I'm freaking out. I was glad that some of my personal speculations were indeed true. I was absolutely just full of adrenaline. Such a rush. Um, yeah, I kind of had a hard time falling asleep. <laughs> you know, it, it was fine. I listened to the song. I freaked out a bit. And then I was like, all right, I got to go to bed. got to wake up early tomorrow for work. Um, yeah. It's just a total rush. In terms of uh, other GC songs it relates to, I mean, a, a lot of songs, I think. You know, Little Things and Standing Ovation, as mentioned. Um, in terms of songs about loss, you know, they have You're Gone, which is a Good Morning Revival B-side. A lot of Generation RX, it, not necessarily directly, but does also talk about loss and the people we've lost to, you know opioids and, and drug use. Um, in terms of hope, I think that's been a really pervasive thing in their music, but, you know, motivation, proclamation, hold on, moving on, march on, let the music play, even, you know, I think hope hope is just such a consistent theme in good Charlotte's music. And in terms of youth authority, I think that whole album had a lot of hope, just songs like The Outfield and even Cars Full of People were like, you know, things might have been really difficult before, but I found this person and now I have a lot of hope and it's really changed my perspective. So there is a music video for this song. It was filmed in Southern California. It looks to be mostly filmed in Los Angeles. A lot of, you know, stuff around the city. There's a shot of the Fonda Theater, um, but there's also some shots that I discovered were taken in Mojave, California. There was a Love Your Neighbor sign and New Promised Land Incorporated. Uh, Bendy and Joel had posted those on Instagram recently and yeah I had done some sleuthing I was like all right what is that where is that sign it's like okay they both posted pictures that were random places that turned out to be in Mojave something's going on I think there's a video that was shot in Mo at least partially in Mojave and it was right yeah it shows Benji Joel Billy and Dean kind of walking around the city but I don't believe there's any shots of any of them together. Uh, a lot of stuff that's run down. There's a lot of stuff that's just really, really desolate, which in a city like LA is incredibly striking. Um, you know, some COVID testing, some COVID info signs. Uh, you do see hope, I think. You know, signs reminding you to be kind, to go vote. Uh, you see houses decorated with lights, and the final shot is Love Never Fails, some graffiti. I think it was, obviously, COVID precautions, you know, probably required to some extent that people not be uh, close to each other, if not in the same shot. But uh, I think it does just add to the feeling of kind of loneliness, the stark feelings expressed visually and, and in the songs um, to have them all 
separated, to never see anyone together. Also very relevant to mention that Paul was not in the video itself. There's a picture of him in the video and people in the comments are like wondering what's up. Like, where's Paul? Lyrics are making me really concerned. Paul was alive. Paul is still a member of Good Charlotte, my friends. Uh, Sarah Madden, the twin sister, chimed in to explain that Paul lives in the San Francisco Bay area and due to travel restrictions and, and, precautions for COVID, he would have had to quarantine for 14 days before shooting the video, and then another 14 days once he got back to the Bay Area, which would in total be like a month away from his family, and that's just a really long time. I don't know how the song was recorded. You know, I was kind of thinking about that. Like, did he just record his bass part remotely? It's possible. Uh, Maybe the song was recorded earlier when chapel restrictions were different, or it maybe the songs recorded earlier and travel restrictions were different or at the time of recording he was able to you know take that time away from his family who knows who knows um obviously if there is a whole album you know who knows how that was recorded if the whole album was recorded remotely or you know they traveled at some point who knows i'm sure we will find out eventually there are a lot of different takes, you know, on COVID-friendly videos, and I work in the music video space, and we have seen so many videos come out of it, and it's it's very, very cool to me to see just all the different takes from, you know, we, we have a few videos that are like a Zoom call, like I've seen videos where it's like all the members of the band kind of on a collective Zoom call. We've seen videos that take a humorous take on it and and then there are videos like this that take a more serious take um but i really enjoy what what they've done here that they take a serious take but they don't make you feel hopeless they give you hope they show you houses lit up with uh christmas lights they show you that love is is still here and i think that's really beautiful this song has already gotten a bunch of press shout outs which is great Also relevant to mention is that it was included on some big Spotify playlists, including the Rock This playlist, as well as some Spotify France playlists. Very, very cool. Pop Sugar included the song on their weekly wrap-up list. (laughs) I just have to read this quote. High School Me is screaming. After two long years, Good Charlotte is back with new music and an accompanying music video. Last December documents the state of the world during the COVID-19 pandemic. Basically, 2020 in a nutshell. Wow, I didn't realize how much I missed them until now. Very sweet. Media-based charts named it one of their music favorites of the week. Loudwire had a nice post. Rock Sound uh, said that last December finds the band at their most melodic and melancholic as heavy atmospheres bleed into emotion lyrical turns in a prominent and affecting core message about how this time of year is filled with as much sorrow as it is joy. It also got shoutouts from Alternative Press and Kerrang, WeFM, which is a French site, uh, Stereo Board, Wall of Sound, which is an Australian site. Uh, they said, okay, it's not OG pop punk like their earlier days, but it's super emo and ties in well with their latest release. As a longtime GC fan, I am really enjoying this emo belter and I'm fucking stoked. Marianne Eloise also had a really, really nice piece on Louder Sound. 
you guys might recognize her name. I've cited her her works before on the show. She had a great piece on the self-titled in the fall. She had also interviewed the twins for Alternative Press. Um, she, she's a great writer, honestly. Like if you Google Marianne Eloise Good Charlotte, you'll find a bunch of things she's written. Um, and I think you'll really enjoy it. In terms of fan response, I mean, so far, everything I've seen has been so, so supportive and everyone's enjoying it, which is awesome. Uh, I've retweeted a ton of tweets about it. I'm trying to retweet as much as I can, as much as I see. Um, And there's been a lot of sweet comments on Facebook and Instagram, too. But I wanted to read some YouTube comments today uh, because I think those are just really great. And it's kind of a different audience there. Carmelo Saldana said, nice song. I grew up listening to these guys. There's a feeling I can't describe. Bright Thing said, My best friend passed away this week at 28. We grew up listening to GC. There's been a lot of weird dates with him. When I saw the title, I knew the song was going to weirdly hit home at the perfect time. It did. Thank you guys for a lifetime of soundtracks. Wish we could listen to this one together like old times. Uh, Anastasia Ritchie says, You helped in my teens. You're still helping in my 30s. So much love and respect for GC. Shay Geist says, love this. A new GC song is just what I needed during this crazy time. Uh, Bailey Ryan pointed out, I could just be reading into this for no reason and Joel could just be wearing it. I hope I'm right. I don't want to get those twins mixed up. But is he hinting at them signing with Epitaph Records? So Joel's wearing an Epitaph. It's either a shirt or a hoodie. I think it's a hoodie. Um, I don't think he's necessarily hinting at that. Uh, again, you know, this song is clearly independent, um, and Joel has worn that sweater before, so I'm not going to take that as a clue. If it is, if it, if they have signed to Epitaph, that'd be great. Epitaph's a great label. They've been around for a while and, and released a lot of great artists, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm not taking that as a, a definite clue. Though. So, yeah, last December, I mean, it is brand new, but... After a whole bunch of spins, I mean, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. And it's it's exactly what I would have wanted from GC. Uh, I am going to leave y'all with a song recommendation for the playlist. I will offer Easy by Troy Sivan with Casey Musgraves and Mark Ronson. Um, Troy Sivan released this song earlier this year. And the new version with Casey and Mark is so fantastic. Thank you all for tuning into the episode. My name is Molly Huddleston. I've been your host. Last week, we talked about motivation proclamation from Good Charlotte. In a couple of days, we'll be back with an episode on a song from The Young and the Hopeless. Since we just got this new song, I wanted to come in and share this special emergency update with y'all as soon as I could. You can follow Generation GC at Generation GC Pod, P-O-D, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can follow me, Molly, on Twitter and Instagram at mhuddleston. M-H-U-D-E-L-S-O-N. Please stay in touch. I, it's just, it's honestly, it's the biggest blessing I could imagine to connect with GC fam worldwide, literally from, from so many different countries. I, I love hearing from everyone, you know, whether that's to talk about the show in particular or Good Charlotte in general or music or just about life, you know, people that love Good Charlotte Oftentimes, it turns out we have a lot in common. So stay in touch, reach out, let's be friends. Thank you all for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, follow it on Spotify, wherever you listen, and make sure to rate, review, and tell all your friends. Have a great weekend, everyone.